Hello guys, welcome back to La Vie. I sound so excited. <laughs> oh God, I hope everybody is doing well. I hope you guys have had a, you know, great week. I'm not going to lie, I'm having a friggin' shit one. Not going to lie. Um, yeah, this week is not it for me. Like, everything's gotten on top of me. I have had what I'm going to call a breakdown week. Everything, uh, I cannot tell you the amount of times I've cried. The amount of times I have just not, just not been with it. Like, this, this week has been what I would call the week where I don't see the bigger picture. I am struggling emotionally this week because I feel very frustrated with everything I feel like my situation should be better I feel like I should be in a better position I feel like I should be earning more I feel like the standard of the salon is well not where I want it to be I feel overwhelmed I feel at the same time underwhelmed mentally I feel fragile is the best way to describe it and it's a lot <laughs> it is a lot and I I wasn't even going to do an episode today I was going to talk about something completely different I was going to mask it up and talk about some other things in it I was going to talk about the birth of having like because I planned my episodes so I was going to talk about maybe the birth of my son or you know struggles of mothers like motherhood and I just thought you know what let me just be real I I did this podcast so that you can see the journey of an entrepreneur that's basically what this podcast is the journey my journey as an entrepreneur a mum and everything in between I plan on bringing other people on the um, on the podcast and I want it to be motivating but I also want it to be real because not everything is ever just happy glory um and I am a positive person and I do like those that know me I don't tend to have I have down days but I tend to be very very like yeah like this week it's not been it like everything everything has set me off this week literally everything you can you can ask me anything and I might wake up in the morning and be very much okay and then you can ask me a single question and I'll be like nah I'm out (laughs) that whatever you say might take me out so I feel very fragile this week um but at the same time I think as the week is going on I feel a little bit better but I also feel like it's a feeling it's, it's a real current feeling like I, I listen to Gary V and is it Gary V and he does say um in one of these many little mini videos that I watch that it is very important to let people know well I'm I'm very I'm paraphrasing massively but to let people know that entrepreneurship can cause mental breakdown I don't know if that's said enough I don't I know that people are being very real about their journeys and I even listened to I think blame it on Quay I just saw that he had a video saying he had there was a point where he had two million followers but he was working in a shoe shop like it is not a walking in a 
park full of flowers sort of life. It's not. It's not a paradise feeling. There are days I wish I worked a nine to five because then I wouldn't have to think about anything other than going to work, doing the work, saying coming home and being with my family. I wouldn't have to plan everything. I wouldn't have to think of the next steps. I wouldn't have to think of the bigger picture. And there are days, weeks sometimes when I'm just like, oh. And I think this is one of those weeks. This one does feel different though. This one feels a lot more, this one feels a lot heavier than they've all ever felt. Like a lot of the time I felt a lot more like, oh. I felt shit and then I probably wake up the next day and I feel, what's it called? But this has been like a whole week. (laughs) I'm like on day five and I still pretty much feel the same, but I feel a bit better. I feel myself coming out of it. But yeah, I don't, I thought it would be great to come on here because why, why not, why not talk through those days? Why not, why not express the realness of the situation? One thing that does help me though, one when I'm feeling like this, to be honest, this helps me through everything. Two things, girlfriends. I watch girlfriends for any mood because it's my shit and it's one of the greatest show alive. I don't want to hear no one tell me any different. And um, Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy is single-handedly one of the best shows in the world alongside girlfriends. Don't at me. Don't quote me, yeah? If you're going to at me, I only want to hear the episodes that you love. I want to hear quotes. I don't want to know about no... Mm, you should watch. I don't want to watch it because Grey's Anatomy and Girlfriends have already got my heart. There's other shows out there that are amazing. This Is Us. Um, New Amsterdam is banging. But Grey's Anatomy, literally, I have my favourite episodes. I know the words for words. I watch it. I have a time in the year where I watch it and I'm watching it right now and it's always got these amazing quotes um, which I will share with you at the end of the episode because, you know, might as well end on a good note, innit? <laughs> but yeah, so um, I guess because I've been reflecting a lot this week on, you know, with everything in this life, especially when you're an entrepreneur, if you want something done, you have to do it yourself that's been the theme of this week. If you want something done, you have to do it for yourself and not because of anything other than I want to see... Like, this was my dream. Maison Star was a dream for me. I've been reflecting on how I got to where I am in my career and I realised that I took some real bold moves to put myself in a position to better myself. I offered services to a salon... <laughs> in order to get experience and somehow managed to get them to pay me and roll me in a two-year course and that they paid for and basically become part of a team all because I was fast and one of the things I remember about being younger is I was a lot more reckless and when I say a lot more reckless I mean I didn't care about the circumstances of what happened with certain things especially with my career I didn't care so much and Or maybe reckless is not the best word. I had a no fear factor. I wasn't scared to drop everything and start again. And that's because there was nothing to really drop. I didn't have a career. I just came out of uni. So, and I was still living at my mum's house. I didn't have bills on top of me. I had nothing like that. So there was no fear factor for me to just drop everything and start again. Um, I didn't care about what people thought. 
and I still don't to be honest but I didn't care even more what people thought and I didn't care if I was disappointing my mom I didn't care if I was disappointing my friends I didn't care I just didn't care and yeah because I wanted to be a hairdresser and that is what I know it made sense to me I had a passion I had the drive and I was willing to put in the work I did put myself forward for courses um I remember taking a course in New York with I think his name was Dar Darren Darren Daryl um I can't remember my mind's gone blank um yeah I took my my main squeeze at the time Alison um my hairdresser girl and she and I booked um she lives in Canada I live here and uh, we met up in New York and we took the course there because one we wanted to see each other and two we wanted to take this course so we went and we learned new techniques I think hob salon my hob salon class that I took before going to New York and then going to New York for the Daryl class that it's called DCI education that's where I went I went to the DCI education in New York that changed everything for that changed for me and I, I really say that a lot that changed everything for me anyway I spent lots of hours learning new techniques and try to keep outdoing myself because I was my own competition so once I got the salon like Maison style I feel like I'd placed a big my biggest bet it's like my biggest bet ever the salon now was about me building a brand new brand because I wanted to be separated I wanted it to be separated from Andrew Marie I knew I was going to always be associated with it I knew people would know it would be mine but just like me growing the salon and making making me me and I'm not even saying I'm like massively popular or anything like that but um I wanted to be known solely for being a hairdresser I didn't want all my business out there like that I wanted to be a hairdresser so I wanted to see what I could do with my career and I wanted to see where I could go with the salon mainly because I wanted to create a space where people could both be themselves be and also not be my shadow so I wanted to create a place for them and also for clients. So my dream was always to have a boutique salon. But then once that, like, once you have that dream, then what? What is the bigger dream? What's the bigger picture? And the bigger picture was that I wanted to have a salon that had that delivered um, artists who could deliver a service for clients. That was, you know, the gist of it. And. Basically, that meant me teaching new staff, being their person. Another quote from my good, good friend, my good, good show, Grey's Anatomy. Um, I had to be their person. Whenever they needed me to be, um, I had to build a team to what I felt was a sufficient standard. But the question, but what I want to say really is what happens when you become a mentor? You become the mentor and you become the teacher to those around you who's going to teach you who was teaching me who's going to help you out to yourself like who who nobody don't get me wrong the, the girls teach me plenty and I learn from them all the time but I still felt like I needed someone to learn from 
I had I became swallowed with the admin work of owning a business, teaching. I was working, um, and it my love for hairdressing comes from actually me doing hair. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't come from me doing all the other stuff around it, which is like the managing, the admin. I've grown to be accustomed to it. I've grown to like it and you know I've grown to like the parts of it but it's not I don't love every single part of it the part I love the most is doing hair because working was my love that part was easy but I felt stagnant and it's actually probably it's 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 what I'm going through this week I feel stagnant and after probably less than a year of opening I got pregnant listen who does that who who I went into overdrive and I had to work harder and I had to make sure that the girls learned from me what I needed them to learn so that they could quote unquote manage whilst I went on my maternity leave. It went well, but by the time I came back, I was picking up the pieces and putting things back together. And I felt a little bit lost because obviously I was juggling between being a mum and it's just, you know, brand new life and that. I felt a little lost, you know, and I felt a bit dated like I wasn't really a factor so this year I took charge of my career and I started bringing some you know structure and order back into me I went on about three courses I went on a balayage course I went on a refreshers cutting course um and I went on a bridal course um because you know every person out there should always be updating their skill I believe that as a hairdresser you should go on at least one course per year to update your skills to keep in a know um and if you don't go on courses like go on you know expeditions go to events see other people do other things um because it's really important to update your skills and it's essential for your mind to keep being nourished especially when you are the head of like a small salon um if you're not a big enterprise it is important for you to motivate the people around you and yourself so that you can give a little to other people yeah I just felt like it was essential for me to do that so one of the things that I did a little bit different this year was that I was carrying a lot of it on myself and I feel like that's the thing that's been getting me really down because I you can't I literally cannot do everything like I can I can plan everything but I can't do everything I need help I then basically implemented a salon PA and she helps me achieve what I need in the salon and carry out quite a, a, a bigger bulk of what I need um and I also created a head assistant and that's what I need as well so that the salon can run more smoothly and with my business partner taking part of what he does and the salon operator does that just helps the salon to operate I, I I needed to build to keep building foundations um that are already set I needed to build foundations and keep, basically give roles to people that they could keep, you know, they could keep running and give them a lot of the work that I'm doing myself. 
So although I'm having a shitty week, doing that has massively helped. But the reason why I hadn't done it earlier is because, quite frankly, I want to be able to pay people properly and I... I didn't want to take on interns because what interns do is they come in, they intern for a while and then you have to train the next person. What I want to give, everything that I know and all the skills that I'm building to the people around me. So why not give it, why not give it to Beverly? And, you know, because they essentially, when I'm not there, are the people that are going to run the salon and make it run sufficiently. So that's what I'm... Um, I basically implemented it in the last few weeks and it's been good. Um, I can see a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> I realised that I do need to keep building these foundations and letting people, letting parts of the things go. And I'm, I'm trying, like this week, I spent a, the, the best part of this week trying to figure out what it is that's annoying me the most. And it's because I haven't had time to focus on me. And I, when I say me, I don't mean in my skill set because I've got this skill set, but I want to do more with it. And it's just about feeding myself because when I was a freelancer, when I was working for somebody else in a salon, I had a lot of time to think about me. I had a lot of time to, you know, where am I going with my career? What's the next thing I'm doing? Oh, you know, let me let me land this. Let me do this. I was landing things. I was, I was doing stuff. I had landed a big... Um, job with ORS and I did their campaign alongside Eugene and um, who was then my mentor and I think a lot of the breakdown that happened is that when once my mentor who was Eugene left I didn't feel like I had a mentor and because I didn't have a mentor I felt a little bit lost so um, I'm realizing that you need to have a little bit of a tribe of people like Deborah is part of my tribe we get on the phone and we talk and we we ran Alison, I speak to not often enough, but I need, I realise that I need a community of, not even a community, I just need like two, three people. I need that just to have someone that's, you know, you can talk to about that sort of stuff. Um, it, it, it gives me, it uplifts me because it means that, you know, you, you get to bounce ideas off of somebody else and you're not just giving, giving, giving because you're kind of left with nothing. And I feel like this week is one of those jarring weeks where that's um, that's happening. Yes, yeah, so I have literally just done this. I've literally just got myself a PA and I've got myself a head assistant. So... Now that I have someone that's going to look after the things that I need to do, but don't always have time to do because there's not enough hours in a day. And um, I feel like I can pay them properly because that's another thing. I look around on Instagram and I see these people have PAs and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, where did you get the money to be able to afford someone else's career when you're building your own career like it's crazy to me um but yeah I could have done this a while ago but I don't know why I wanted to do everything myself and it's one of the dangers of um being an entrepreneur you think you can do it all and I literally can't so yeah I've literally just done this I've I've implemented jobs for the girls at the salon to do and I've actually given them stuff to do that they can do every week. And it feels good to 
have planned something and then given it off to someone as a project for them to carry on and finish to the end it just makes my life so much easier um and I just thought I'd share that take your time so that your business can make sense to you but before anything else I think I've learned mostly this year that if I want anything for my business my career for me I have to do it myself or implement the process it means taking a massive step back in some aspects so that I can build a foundation Um, but also it means that I'm building for the bigger picture and that's the thing that I keep telling myself because I know it's true I am building for a bigger picture. I am literally planted a seed and I'm watching it grow. I I um, saw that, I saw a tweet and I don't know who I saw it from, but it was something along the lines of, do you want life to happen to you or do you want to take charge of your life to make things happen for you? And I've never been the person that lets ha- life happen to me, but... I think I'm allowed to have a bad week, but I want to talk through that week while still realising that I have to take charge of it. So even though I'm having quite a shitty week, I I decided that these were the steps that I need to do. I want my life to be a certain way. I want, I want it to reach my end goal. And so I have to implement these things. I have to sacrifice some things, but I definitely have to implement. And there's some things that I've let go of and I really don't care for them because they weren't that important. But there's definitely something that I will never let go of and that's me um, and my brand, Andre Marie. So that's something that I really want to get back into. I want to get back into releasing videos on YouTube. I want to get back into doing a bit of education. I want to get back into giving tips and all of that stuff because that, that those things bring me joy. I want to, you know do classes I want to do that but I also want the salon to be a sufficiently run salon is that even a word I don't know and I don't care right now um I want it to be a salon that functions very well so that I can go to the next level I and the funny thing about it is I actually think it's probably reaching that point but I'm so blinded by wanting it to be past that that I'm not appreciating it for what it is I have to say having this conversation with myself on this podcast and to you guys as kind of been the therapy that I needed this week because honestly it's not been it them them man out there that are acting like the entrepreneur life is popping you know what you lot are flipping liars that's what I'm gonna say on that and I don't really appreciate the fake life that people are producing out there acting like entrepreneurship is just glory days and stuff like that. I don't follow all those people because I can't come and die. Big up to the people who are always real about how it is, who share their woes and who share their good moments and bad moments because people need to hear it upcoming people who are going to open up shops and whatever need to know that it ain't easy out there so yeah that's all I have to say today I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I will see you next week thank you for lending me your ears thank you for tuning in and I will see you on my next one bye and here is my Grey's Anatomy quote
it's about being grateful. Maybe we're not supposed to be happy. Maybe gratitude has nothing to do with joy. Maybe being grateful means recognising what you have for what it is. Appreciating small victories. Admiring the struggle it takes simply to be human. Maybe we're thankful for the familiar things we know. And maybe we're thankful for the things we'll never know. At the end of the day, the fact that we have the courage to still be standing is reason enough to celebrate. Thank you.